0: Welcome back to the Blue Staple Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is myself, Michael PV. Gonna be going at it alone in this episode, but that no worries, guys. Marcus and Landon are on their way back. They're going to be back. So, soon we will have this trio back together. Okay, now bear with me. I have my aligners in, so if I sound like I have like a little bit of a list, don't bully me. All right. Bear with me. But other than that, guys. We're getting closer and closer and closer to football. Okay. We're getting closer and closer to football. Last week, we had to really just watch the Jets and the Browns compete in the Hall of Fame game. Okay. Now this week, Already started regular uh, preseason action tonight with the Vikings, Seahawks, with the Texans and the and the Patriots. C.J. Stroud made his debut. What a quick debut it was, but I do understand why they had to get him out because the offensive line was terrible. Why continue to put him out here and risk, uh, risk injury, right? So in terms of a rookie quarterback, you know, very, 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 very little run. But at the same time, you got to understand it because dude was running for his life all the time. But now this Saturday, the Colts will take on the Buffalo Bills. Man, the Colts and the Bills—they they've been seeing each other lately. All right, they, they they've been in each other's sight. They've been on each other's uh, radar the the past couple years. Okay, they've been seeing each other. But now it's going to be in preseason action. It's already been announced. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs will not play in this game. There's really no reason for them to. And for the the list of Colts that are going to be out, I mean, the Colts are going through a lot of injuries right now. We're going to get to that here soon. But before we get to that, guys, we got to talk about what's been going on in camp and really really what has been going on this week, rather, and the emergence of a potential special connection between Anthony Richardson and Alec Pierce, is definitely one to watch for. Now, some might ask, oh, does this mean Michael Pittman's not doing well? Does that mean Michael Pittman is, you know, not doing great in camp? Is he not going to get extended? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to walk in free agency? Let, let, let's let pump the brakes on that a little bit, okay? Because I know well, we, we should know that if Alec Pierce is getting all this hype so early in camp, you, you know there's going to be some kind of question about, well, where does this leave Michael Pittman Jr., you know, like is he not performing as well? He is performing well, to my understanding, and to what to what I've been told, because I reached out because I was curious. Hey, Alec Pierce is getting a whole lot of a lot of love right now in any update on Michael Pittman. And it was told to me, Michael Pittman's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. All right. He's being a leader. He's leading the guys inside the wide receiver room. He is that voice that they are leaning on because again, it is still a young, young. Roster a young wide receiver room, so he is still the top dog in that room. Okay, we just want to make sure that there's nothing you know crazy going on behind the scenes. But with Alec Pierce, so to say, we've seen the clips from camp, and he even came out and spoke about how he has to get, get get more in tune with Anthony Anthony Richardson on timing, where where how powerful Anthony Richardson is by throwing the football, the zip on it is what Alec Pierce talked about. If you can get that timing down, you have a, a really good shot at making a special connection because we know Michael Pittman is is your do-it-all. He is your do-it-all wide receiver, whether it's underneath, over the top, in the middle. We know that's what he does. That's what he's capable of, and I believe he will show that for the next few, for the next maybe 10 years with the Indianapolis Colts. For Michael, uh, For Alec Pierce, rather, you got to you, you got to realize that this guy is a guy that goes up and gets it. He's I wouldn't necessarily say because again it is still so young in his career to call him just a one route guy when that wasn't the case. He he showed some good stuff last year in his rookie year, but this year you kind of think of it as you know when you're at that thirty, you're at the twenty yard line, and you're and you're facing the Patriots, right? You're facing the Patriots. You know that you know when you get in the red zone, it's gonna get a little bit more tougher. So instead of trying to be methodical, why don't you just lob it up? My, that, that that's what he does so well, that's what he did so well at Cincinnati, that's what was pointed out thoroughly in his draft process. So one has to wonder that that's gonna be your go-to guy when it comes to that. Is he better at it than Michael Pittman? Possibly, possibly his his ball tracking. And his ability to go up and get it is is really really good and really advanced for a guy entering his second year, just his second year. A guy that didn't play Power Five college football. Cincinnati is in the Big Twelve now. They're in the Power Five Four or whatever you want to call it now. He they're that they're in that now, but he was in the group of five, so they weren't facing all of the great corners, you know, at SMU, at Houston, at Tulane, at Memphis. They weren't facing those guys, but I do wonder, did it really, did it help him going against Sauce Gardner? I'm not entirely sure how many times one-on-ones, you know, the one defense, the two, the one offense, how best on best, how many times that happened in practice, I don't know, but hey, he he, he definitely got better at it, and he was definitely one of the best in the draft at that. So this has, a, this has a chance to become really special with, between Anthony Richardson and Alec Pierce. That has the, the ability to be special. That has the ability because, oh my Lord, you, you look at the potential and the future of this offense. Not only is Alec Pierce showing out right now, and again, he's showing out against Daryl Baker. He's showing out against Tony Brown. Kevin Tolliver uh you know rookies and Darius Rush like that that's one thing okay that that's another thing we also got to take into account he's being special but also being special by playing guys that should not be getting corner one reps right now but at the same time we're here for the gossip we're here for the overreactions right so i want to i want to hear what you guys want to say whether you want to put it down in the comments or you want to put it on Twitter, how special can this connection be between Anthony Richardson and Alec Pierce? Let me know your thoughts. Can it be w- one of the better, you know, when you look at one of the better quarterback-wide receiver combos, we know what's up there. Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, just to name a couple of tandem that have been in the Colts previously. Can Anthony Richardson and Alec Pierce be that combo? I'm curious. I would lean more to Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman Jr., that's what i that's what i would lean more to sorry i got to drink my water here um so that that's that okay now moving into the actual oh real quick with jonathan taylor so we all know that he has gone home he is rehabbing outside the colt's facility why is that that is very interesting usually it's not that great of a sign when a player reports there's obvious behind-the-scenes and public rifts between organization and his camp. Then he leaves the team to go rehab on his own. I, I, I don't know where this is headed. I don't. I don't. Me, personally, if this was my opinion, this was not a good step forward in trying to mend things. It wasn't. Now, again, he's going to rehab. What What is he rehabbing still he had surgery in January there was a four to six week timeline to be healthy he was on track of to be healthy for training camp and now he hasn't even practiced he's not even healthy to practice Colts came out about a back Jonathan Taylor came out and said that was a lie and now he has to go get rehab is it the ankle is it the hamstring? Is it the, the the back? What is it that he is rehabbing still? And why is this still a problem? Why is the lack of transparency about injuries in Indianapolis such a consistent problem every year? Every year it's been such a problem. There is such a lack of transparency in Indianapolis regarding injuries. There just is, especially to star players. So, what, what are we, the gatekeeper of injury news now? Or, or what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Are you not trying to tip your hat to the Bills in preseason? Or to Jacksonville week one? Like, what, what are we doing? That's just one aspect of it that I'm annoyed by. Shane Steichen did come out today. Today was, was Thursday. We we're recording this Thursday night. Shane Steichen did come out and said he expects Jonathan Taylor back next week. Now, what is next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? What? When? When is next week? I would assume Monday. I would assume. But it still doesn't make any sense. You left to go rehab. So when you come back from rehab, are you good? Are you better? Are you ready to practice? Are you suiting up? What, what does that mean? I don't need Jonathan Taylor. We don't need Jonathan Taylor to just be back. Can, can he get some practice time in? Because it's, it's one thing, and we all know your top running back should not play in preseason, right? That's one thing we all can agree on, especially if you're a fantasy owner. I mean, you definitely don't want your running backs on the field right now, especially if you've already drafted, right? All, all of you that have had drafts, you don't want that to happen. But we saw last year, Jonathan Taylor got no preseason run. But at the same time, he was still out there practicing. He was still out there practicing. He was still getting that timing down, getting all the tendencies, getting all the, the kinks and getting everything together with Matt Ryan because that was a new quarterback. This year's another new quarterback, and it's a younger quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback. When Jonathan Taylor comes back, what is the word back? Like, what, what does that mean? He's just back on the sidelines in a hoodie looking pissed off? Or is he back extended and practicing? Or is he back and practicing? What, what, what is that? I'm curious. I know you're all curious as well. This is, again, this is a situation that's going to just have a day-by-day-by-day by day by day aspect to it that's just the reality of it I mean I know Shane Steichen might be annoyed by the Jonathan Taylor questions that he gets but hey welcome to life as a head coach in the NFL right you wanted this job you are the voice of the Indianapolis Colts now you are the face of the Indianapolis Colts now so you answer for everything going inside the Indianapolis Colts everything that is happening with the Indianapolis Colts you're not a coordinator anymore you don't just answer for the offensive players and just get ignored about defensive players. No, you're head coach now. You wanted this title. So you answer for everything. Welcome to the NFL, right? So that's another update for you for you guys. It, it, it's pretty tight lit right now. I, I think both parties are, you know, kind of learn from their mistakes a little bit. But again, <laughs> is it going to get better? I have no idea. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into this weekend's preseason game, guys. Sorry, I'm just taking another drink of water, you know. Being here by myself, you know. Got, got to drink some water. Can't let your mouth run dry, all right? So bear with me. This Saturday, it has been announced. Shane Steichen came out. Anthony Richardson is your starter on Saturday. That's a pretty good indicator because from what we've seen and heard from training camp, as much as the Colts want to try and dilute what is really happening, it is obvious Anthony Richardson is your starter. Now, if he ends up going out in Buffalo and putting on an absolute stinker and then returns next week against the Bears, puts on an absolute stinker, then that's a little bit different. Conversation changes a little bit. But from What we've seen, it's been Anthony Richardson with the ones. It has been him with the ones, and as each day goes by, he's starting to get more and more and more reps, while Gardner Minshew is getting less and less and less. Now, I still expect them to throw first-team reps at both of them because, again, if Anthony Richardson is not ready, Gardner Minshew, you have to be the guy you have to already have a chemistry with these guys, you got to have a chemistry with Michael Pittman, with Alec Pierce, with Josh Downs, Isaiah McKenzie, Ashton Doolin. You got to be there. So, Anthony Richardson is your starter, he will play, but there is a lot of guys who will not play. Obviously, one of them being Jonathan Taylor. I, I they haven't came out and said who is out completely. Although it had kind of, they, they actually did. Michael Pittman was not one of them. I, I I'm curious to see if Michael Pittman gets in, any run here. I mean, maybe, okay, because it's the, it's the rookie quarterback. You want to, you know, get, get their timing and their chemistry up. But I do have the list here of who is all going to be out. Injuries are biting Indianapolis right now. If we were in the regular season, would they be practicing? Would they be playing? I don't know. But here's the complete list of guys who are injured and will miss this Saturday's game. Julian Blackman with a hamstring. DeForest Buckner with a foot. Kenny Moore with an ankle. Xavier Scott, undisclosed. Mo Ali Cox, ankle. Jelani Woods, hamstring. Will Mallory, hamstring. Drew Ogletree, undisclosed. And Dion Jackson, out. And he is undisclosed as well. So, Undisclosed? So, is it an injury? What, what? What is it? Oh, gosh. I don't know why Indianapolis always has to be so stubborn with that. Annoying. Like, okay. What's the number one thing that we see on this list? There is, what, one, two, three. There are four tight ends that are missing from Saturday's action. The Colts, just signed Ricky Seals Jones. He's a vet. He's got experience. Kylan Granson's out there, right? So, so it's like, what the heck is it that we're doing? Who is going to be getting reps? Who is going to be getting reps? Because you got four guys out already. And these four guys, I mean, Jelani Woods is technically almost your tight end one. He's not playing. Moali Cox. Some may consider him tight end two. Some may consider him tight end six. Where, I mean, man, this injury bug has got to get figured out. It's got to get figured out. But that's the list of who is out. Rodney Thomas, the Rodney Thomas, the second, has come back from a toe injury. He will give it a go. He will play. Nick Cross has emerged he has been doing solid much better in this training camp than he did last year obviously the just the red shirt year was which is what we call it that was a pretty you know wealthy f- red shirt year the red shirt year proved to be a really good idea by the colts you know just let him sit let him learn from guys like rodney mcleod by julian blackman rodney thomas came in and really took over with what was it four to five interceptions in his rookie campaign now This, this coming up, is going to be, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how the secondary looks. I'm interested to see that because Darius Rush, Juju Brentz. obviously there's been a lot of buzz around Daryl Baker. Hey, it's one thing to have buzz in training camp. Let, let's see what it is on game day, right? Because there there's a lot of excitement coming out of training camp. And like we spoke about earlier with, with Alec Pierce, and I mentioned it. Yes, he's doing great, but he's also going against guys who are probably not even corner four or five on other rosters, most rosters in the NFL. So let's pump the brakes a little bit. But I'm I'm excited. This is what the preseason is all about. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if Kair Elam from, from Buffalo is going to play because I know he got the best of Alec Pierce last year in last year's uh, preseason game. I wanted to see that matchup a little bit more. The offensive line, right? Going from left to right, Bernard Ryman, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Will Fries, Braden Smith. That's going to be your five. We all should be looking at Will Fries. We all should be looking at Will Fries. Is he going to compete? Is Or well, obviously he's competing. How, how well is he going to do? How bad is he going to do? Is it going to be in between? Is it going to be a bad appearance? Is it going to be a good appearance? That's one of the things I'm looking for. The running back situation. Kenyon Drake. Xavier Scott is out. You got Evan Hall. I mean, you're pretty thin at running back too. They signed another one the other day. So they brought in Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt went to the Saints for a, for a visit. During that visit, he got word Indianapolis is offering more money than New Orleans. He leaves New Orleans to go to Indianapolis and leaves Indianapolis without a deal. So, like, the running back market is trash right now. And my, my man, you still operating out here like you about to get some big dollar bills. That's what I don't get. You already see everybody else struggling. I don't know, man. I don't know. That was just a little side thing. I I, I just wanted to get out the way. But nonetheless, there's things to watch for. Obviously, all eyes are going to be on Anthony Richardson, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. But I'm interested to see how Kylan Granson is used. How is Kylan Granson used? I, I'm curious to see how does Shane Spiken enter this first preseason camp? Is it going to be like we've seen in the past with Frank Reich? Very vanilla. I mean, if you just compare the two tapes from a preseason to a regular season game, they're just, it's night and day. One is very vanilla. It's just basics, working on the basics, in-breaking routes, out-breaking routes, like just basic. But when you get to the regular season, it's far more advanced. What is Shane Steichen's approach going to be to that? I'm curious, especially when Anthony Richardson is is in there. Is he going to turn him loose? Is he going to make some quarterback design runs? What is it going to be? Kylan Granson. I want to see how he's used. That's that's one I really want to see. Pharaoh Brown. You you you're the guy that's up right now. Jelani Woods, Moali Cox, they're out right now. Pharaoh Brown, what's up? Josh Downs. I want to see how he how he does. I don't expect him to have much run. With the ones, but again, that slot position, him and Isaiah McKenzie are going to be in a, uh, exchanging reps with that. So we'll see. But my attention for this game, because we're going to have all year to, to study Anthony Richardson. My, personally, what I'm looking for is the defense. I'm curious in the secondary, all about the secondary, not just corner. I'm also curious in the linebackers. I'm curious in the defensive linemen because there are some names in there. There are some guys that are going to make it pretty interesting when it comes to defensive linemen seven, eight, nine, possibly 10. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So I, I, I'm interested in, in knowing it. Samson Ibukam, DeForest Buckner, Grover Pay. those are going to be your starters. What about Dayo Dangbo? Is he your first guy? I assume he's your first guy. Off uh off the person like the NBA off the bench. Your first guy off the bench. He's your your fifth man. Taekwon Lewis, Taven Bryan, right? You you, you got all these guys coming in. You got Titus Leo, you got different cats coming in out of Tommy out of Buare. I'm curious to see where that's uh where, where he's at right now. Eric Johnson. It, it's definitely a question. It's definitely a question because really on the inside, because after you go past DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart, who are your guys? Who I, I assume it's going to be um, Eric Johnson and Taven Bryan. That's who I assume. But then you also got Aditamu Adebwari. Can he separ- make separation in that competition? Then you look at the defensive end. You assume Dio Dengbo and, and Taekwon Lewis are going to be your backups. So that's going to be another situation in and of itself. Shaq Leonard is still not uh, gonna play. So EJ Speed, Jojo Doman, those are gonna be the guys up. Zaire Franklin, how much run is he gonna get? I'm excited to watch the defensive side in this game. I I I have obviously we are all gonna want to watch Anthony Richardson. We're gonna want to see how he does, how he performs, how he looks out there in a cult uniform. I get it. And I'm gonna be excited too. I'm gonna be watching it, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking so many notes when the defense is out there. Cause I really want to know what is the what is going to be the the foundation of the defense moving forward. What what are they gonna be doing? Because again, at corner, there's so much going on. Injuries are happening, guys who are rookies who don't have any experience are still not practicing. So you, you got the safety room. Obviously, your rookie who I really liked. I really wanted to see play this year. Daniel Scott had an injury out for the year. So, Trevor Denbo, you're up, buddy. You are up. Can he get in that strong safety? I wanna I, I wanna see if he can. I want to see if he can. I want to see that room in all of its might enjoy. So, other than that, guys, I don't think we have anything else going on. I mean, it's pretty crazy. We are we are getting really close. football right now whether if it's the NFL college football is coming very 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 soon I think we're what three weeks out from it I believe three weeks out probably need to get numbers on that let me see here college football is coming up in three weeks possibly three weeks So, yeah, three weeks. We are three weeks out from college football. We are about a month out from NFL football starting. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And we are all excited for it to come. It's starting to get a little little bit too boring, all right? But there's going to be things to talk about, guys. And we're going to be back here to talk about the game between the Colts and the Bills preseason action, week one of the preseason. Let's go. Who ended up seeing that Texans game? Yeah, I know. Two of four from CJ Stroud. Then you got the Vikings, the Seahawks. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to be watching a lot of uh, preseason, probably more preseason than I've seen. I'm obviously going to be watching the Chargers and the Rams because, again, hello, TCU. They basically drafted the entire team there. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch those games. I'm curious to see the 49ers, right? I'm curious to see the Lions. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see all of that, guys. So other than that, thank you for bearing with me for this episode, whether if it was me drinking water. I hope I didn't embarrass myself talking with my aligners in right now. I really hope I didn't. Uh, if I sounded like I had a list in this episode, guys, I'm sorry, but – Hey, uh, we, we got this show out of the way. and We hopefully brought you a great show, guys. So if you aren't already, please subscribe to the Blue Stable on YouTube. Like and subscribe. And also follow us on any other social media platforms, whether if it's Instagram, uh, what used to be Twitter, X. You know, follow us on X. That is so weird to say. Follow us on X. Find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Join our groups. You know, we're not hard to find, guys. We're going to have a lot of content coming toward uh you guys coming for you guys and, and we're here for it so we're excited so other than that guys I am Michael Pevia thank you again for this episode of the Blue Stable Cop Podcast it was an honor great I love talking with you guys I love interacting with you guys and I love talking about Colts football with you guys as well so other than that we will be back here in a couple days talking about the preseason game